0: Bottom line. Welcome, everybody, to The Bottom Line. Very excited to start a process and a friendship and a conversation which will be ongoing with Frank Gaffney. If you do not know Frank, Center for Security Policy, the work Frank is doing. And so we, we talk about national security and where are we at risk and what do we do and do we have a plan? And all those questions that are coffee table conversations. Frank is the guy. So, Frank, welcome to the bottom line.
1: Okay, it's a real privilege to be with you. Thank you. I
0: appreciate all your work, um, the years and and the effort. i am just go straight for the jugular. What is your critical focus right now? What would you say on a
1: logic ladder is priority number one within your scope? Priority number one, I believe, is the Chinese Communist Party and the imperative need for taking it down before they destroy us
0: do you um i I have friends who do quite a bit of investments in china Mm. they've outsourced i'm Mm. not happy about it they manufacture too many american companies do they hold the opinion that china is on the brink of a revolution Mm. i hold an opinion please correct me frank i am standing to be corrected because i want to be on truth but if we were to leave them alone and not aid and not support that they probably end up in a revolution because Mm. the people want to revolt. Is that far-fetched?
1: I think it's increasingly evident that the people who have been brutalized by the Chinese Communist Party, as none other in the history of the world, by some estimates, 100 million of them have been killed. Unbelievable. And that doesn't count 400 million that the Chinese Communist Party boasts of killing in the womb, mostly baby girls. Absolutely. So uh, what we've seen with the (coughs) white paper protests and so on, which prompted Xi Jinping, you know, take my word for it. It prompted Xi Jinping from insisting that there was going to be a permanent lockdown of China one day to a couple of days later saying it's over we're not gonna do that anymore. Yeah. Why? Because I think he felt the tremors of this volcanic uh, tr- eruption.
0: Tremor is what i the word I wanted to use. There's a tremor, a murmur, a tremor. You know, and sometimes th- the gasoline's there, it just needs a match. You know.
1: But I, I would just say in response to your question, I, I don't think we should leave them alone. Mm-hmm. We certainly should stop underwriting That's what the Chinese I mean, Communist Party. Not, no longer we should be doing everything it. we can to help and yeah. empower and encourage the Chinese people. yeah, And one of the most important things that we can do in that regard is ensure that they do not destroy yeah. people in Taiwan Correct. who have just voted to remain free of yes. what they're being subjected to. Yes. You know what a disaster that would be if to we me, it's allowed a crisis. this to go down. And it's almost
0: it, it's this following the shiny object, and we do that a lot in America. It's you know it's the Trojan horse. Look over here while this is happening. And Taiwan is a one of my largest concerns. It is mine too. It's and a it massive concern. I mean. The BRICS coalition is a big concern for me because I'm from South Africa and really understanding BRICS, and I do. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we've got family that are deep in politics, and I understand what Mexico is intending to do and wanting to be a part of BRICS, and it's our southern border neighbor and the amount of Chinese nationals that's flooding across the border in Benning. I understand that right now as we speak, South African police departments are learning Mandarin. Mm -hmm the chinese want their assets in africa protected in their language Mm -hmm. which are futures i mean they're holding these governments at ransom for futures gold underground in zimbabwe that will be mined 40 years from now this is a serious concern for me and then Mm -hmm. all that being said you find out we sell land in texas Mm -hmm. that are that are have affiliation one hundred and forty thousand acres that have affiliations to the ccp and we have contracts flying our power grids Mm -hmm. with drones and that's what I meant with stop living, stop underwriting yep. that
1: process. You're 100% right. It's the single most important thing we can do but one. And I think what surpasses that in importance is removing from positions of power and influence in this country what the Chinese call captured elites, the people that are their old friends, the people who work for them, mm-hmm in the media, yeah, in Hollywood, in academia, in business, especially in finance, and of course not least in politics. You know, I fear, the reason I say this is the single most important problem is, I think what they've been doing for 40 years or so in terms of unrestricted warfare against our country, and that's what they call it, by the way, everything short of kinetic, Steel on steel violence. Yes, they've done, and it's been massively successful. Especially because most of us on, are not even aware that it's yeah, happening. The violation on intellectual property. But they've been doing that, not yeah. least intellectual property. Exactly, that, <laughs> with the help of their American friends.
0: Yes, <coughs> and me. and knowing that that's going on.
1: Um, well, I mean, you don't have to look very far to see it. And, yeah. uh, look at Joe Biden.
0: I, uh, I was going to ask you when we when we talk about the the the, the captured.
1: Captured Frank, elite, he's elite the poster, child, the of poster it, child of Jacob. it. and and actually, it's worse than that, because a colleague of mine. We have a wonderful organization. We call the Committee on the Present Danger, China, which our Center for Security Policy sponsors. One of its principal members is a fabulous guy. I don't know if you've interviewed him, but you should if you haven't. His name is Sam Faddis.
0: Have not, but would like to. He's
1: a um, man of many parts, but of particular relevance is he was a career undercover intelligence operative for the Central Intelligence Agency, running, recruiting and running assets for us, for us, for the good guys. And he says, drawing upon his two decades of experience in the business, as well as sort of the tradecraft and the lexicon, Joe Biden would be described as a controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, yeah. Now that's a, that's a captured elite, but it's one who is actively serving. He's an agent. 100%.
0: Under that term of working
1: for, 100%. working on the BF of, at the BS2. And and here's yeah. the thing. <clears throat> Look at everything he does. I mean, from the moment he came to office. I I think I can say this really without fear of contradiction and without exception. Everything he has done has been bad for America, mm-hmm. and has benefited the Chinese Communist Party, either directly or, in some cases, indirectly. And that's what an asset does. Of course, as Sam says, you know, there's who's, no such who's in, thing as who's an uncontrolled uh, asset. Exactly, an no. uncontrolled asset is a liability. Exactly,
0: actually. which normally they get rid of
1: they do get rid of them you get or rid of liabilities any, com- them any, any company any company you team.
0: get rid of your liabilities you work away from liabilities heck even football works away from liabilities <laughs> it's an asset control the asset make it work for me and and i believe that i i believe and i i have said this many times and some people say yeah that's harsh it's treasonous it is treason it's treason the commander-in-chief day to day and, and those, the think tank, and, and in closing here for today, the think tank behind him, and who is that think tank? Because I've I've come, uh, Frank, and correct me again if I'm wrong, but I've come to believe that the things that we deem diabolical in our nation that really erodes the fabric of the American culture and who we are as a nation come from think tanks. And these think tanks proliferated into media and entertainment of controlled assets. And, and it's through this avalanche of well, this is the voice of the people and the politicians follow suit and, and they're downstream of media and entertainment. But these think tanks, and, and I think we've seen an, an inversion where the politicians now actually could lead media and entertainment where they actually. But who are these think tanks, you know, behind and alongside the Joe Bidens, Barack Obama, Susan Rice, mm.
1: big banks? Well, look, I've been in the think tank business, I guess, in a fashion. I, our, our organization was founded not to be really a think tank, but yeah. it's. But of you can have good think tanks depiction. and we need more you good know. think tanks. Uh, our, uh, what I think distinguishes the Center for Security Policy from particularly the bad ones is what we're about is action, not just yes. admiring a problem or mm-hmm. fulminating about it, but specifically to do it through partnership. Yes, with other people. We call it the Special Forces and the War of Ideas. But look, the main function of most think tanks, and whether it's the Brookings Institution or whether it's the Carnegie Endowment or whether it's, uh, you know, various national security themed groups that the left has conjured up or um, some on the right, the American Enterprise Institute, the Heritage Foundation, mostly what I think they do in terms of the kind of Role, particularly yeah. the bad ones, uh, is they provide a place where people can recycle, cite one another. Well, no, physically recycle, oh, physically recycle when, the when people when their administration ends. You. They okay. go and they they keep them in this hunker down. They're I very gotcha. much still engaged, and then they cross pollinate with mm. you know their colleagues, and then when they get back in power, they're able to pull that stuff in. I, I think that's more what seems to me to be the the power behind it, is that... Which uh, is a mechanism of control. 100%. But the, the bigger point is that we are watching government, and whether it's the, the political overlay that comes and goes when presidents are appointed, or much more importantly, the permanent government, yes. Um, exercising a degree of power that I believe the founders of this country never yeah. contemplated, and, and would be horrified at. And so the the cross pollination, as I say, with the think tanks is is probably operating, but it's it's really that permanent bureaucracy, the deep state. Some call it the you know uh, administrative state. Um, I, I just think of it as the permanent government. That is
0: there, agnostic of who occupies and, the seat in well, the White House.
1: Well, not entirely. That's my question. They work against the people they don't support. Mm. I mean, I'll tell you a quick story, if I may. A colleague of mine who's based down here in Texas um, has been in the military for many years, retired, became a civil servant at senior level. And he said, you know, during previous administrations, he would participate in these interagency meetings where all of the leadership of the various agencies at at the civil servant level not the political would get together and they would talk and and uh, they would review you know what the administration was doing and what they needed to do as civil servants to help advance it and he said what was unprecedented in his experience was the attitude that was exhibited under the obama biden administrations one and two i think we're in three we are yeah but In furtherance of that agenda's policy, everybody was all in. They were doing their job. They were figuring out what their roles were and so on. But when Trump came to office, he said the first meeting that they convened under that new administration was absolutely extraordinary because people were simply saying, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do what the administra- what the president orders, what we're directed to do by the yeah. elected government. In defiance. He said it, yeah. it was stunning to him. Mm. And I think that's what we've seen. And that's under The administrative states yeah. war on particularly Donald Trump.
0: And, and that's what we can call the deep state or the permanent government, name it, whatever. And, and, right. and we're seeing systems like that supporting, like a Trudeau in Canada, and we see these guys who are all moving in that direction we see what was released from the world economic forum you know last week and it's it's this groupthink method and mentality frank gaffney you do not want to miss more of frank gaffney i want you to follow frank go to the center for security policy frank where's
1: the best place for people to support you uh securefreedom.org yeah is our uh, mothership site yep. i'd also like if i may doctor to too. talk a bit about um, what we try to do yeah as you are doing now, to educate people about the sorts of problems that we're talking about and hopefully we'll talk more about in our next visit. Um, we have a program called Securing America, okay. which is on Real America's Voice is a television program. It's on Great network. 178 go, stations yeah. of the their family, family Radio their Network, yeah. including here yeah. in yeah. Dallas, yeah. Um, uh, 90.5 I believe it is. And this allows people to get access to information that we're working on partnered, as we do, with the best people in the country. Much of it is stuff you will never hear through from media. anybody else. Yeah. Even and conservative media, Sadly. Yeah, well, the most exactly. yeah. So if people go to securefreedom.org and then go to the donate page, if they're so inclined, there is a project description section. And if you do the pull down menu, there's a Securing America TV and radio show, and if people would support that, I would be profoundly
0: grateful. 100% Securing America TV and Radio Show. We're gonna throw those links on the screen. Frank, will you please come back for a I, I deeper- I hate to have to leave. No, for a <laughs> deeper, I for a deeper conversation. I wanna get granular with this. Good. Who, who Who's driving it, who's perpetuating it? and how do we fix it? Proactive thinking forward. We need to start, I believe, in the conservative movement right. to not play for every four years, but
1: start laying down 30 40 50 year strategy yeah and it's hard to overstate the urgency of that yeah you know I hope we have 40 and 50 years yeah, to no, it's a now the strategy. Moment. Yeah. we've yeah. we've got months well we're in triage well I started to say and just to yeah. finish this up I guess the thing that worries me most at the moment which causes me to put the CCP at the top of the priority list as you say we have to do triage this one cannot be ignored, is partly because of the very problems that we started with, the Mm. internal Mm. threats to the regime. What totalitarians often do in those circumstances is to lash out, to justify their repression at home, and to divert attention to some foreign boogeyman. In this case, the Chinese Communist Party has us as the boogeyman, and I believe that for domestic reasons as well as the opportunity presented by having the United States governed by a man who, or nominally at least, a man who is a controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party is go to shooting war now. Mm. And I think they're poised to do that, not just against Taiwan, but against us yeah, as well. Yeah, they're positioning for sure.
0: 100%. Frank Gaffney, you do not want to miss when Frank comes back. Please like, share, spread this message, this word, visit the site. uh, Check out that program. Frank, we appreciate you for all you do. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. you. See you guys next time.